as you know, when we started uh, when we started this series, learning in Yaakov together, so I, I said that you know, because I'll say that uh, if a person wants to be makiris misha omer A person wants to become familiar with the one that said, "And the world came to be." So you have to learn Agadita. So in other words, what Chazal is saying is that all of Pimis Atayra is uh, contained in the Agadita of the Gemara. That's what uh, you know. Pimis Atayra is uh, the sugya of misha omer va'yoylam, and uh, it's somehow contained in Agadita. But you know, because Pimis Atayra is uh, you know is, is mysterious and hidden, so Agadita is very mysterious and hidden. So I said it's 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 a Baltic thing. Once you go through the sugya as well. It's mamish like all kiss fairy, all pinir satar. It's mamish all contained in, in, in Gemara. It's mamish all there. So we're going to go through a sugya today. It's a deep opinion. We're going to we're going to see what we can do, but uh, but it's mamish. in the room of shleilam these gemaras that we just like you know pass pass over them. Okay, so uh, rolling in the gemara brachas daladam base. So the gemara that we're going to see tonight is really a, a, a hemshech. I mean, a little bit. Uh, it's it's built off of the Gemara that we saw last time. The Gemara we saw last time was uh, the sugi of Smichas Gula Tvila. Smichas Gula Tvila. And the Gemara said, Rabbi Yechonin said a statement that Kolomasmech Gula Tvila Shalarvis, that if a person is Slamech Gula Tvila at nighttime or even at nighttime, whatever it is, so a person that the, in that merit, the person is a Ben Oilam Haba. So building off of that, the Gemara then continues on with another statement. That if you do X Y Z, you're a Ben Oilam Haba. So we'll have to see what, what it means. So it says more like this: Marmuk in the one. It's more again Dalad Mebeis. Omer Belazar, Omer Abavina. Rabbi Belazar said the name of Rabbi Avina. Kol Omer Tilo David Bechol Yom Shalosh Palmim. Someone that says what we call Ashrei. You say Ashrei three times a day. So Muftach Leishu Ben Oilam Haba. It's guaranteed that you're a Ben Oilam Haba. It's called Tilo David. It's it's what you know, most people. Uh, if you don't say Tilim. Then uh, you just think it's it's Ashrei, right? We know that the Kivit really starts from Tila David. It starts from Tila David, and the last pasuk is Tila Sashem Yidaber P. There's an additional Ashrei Shvesecha and Ashrei Shakochalai. That's an addition that we add in the beginning, and Vanachnu Varechka is an addition we made at the end, which we'll see, which we'll talk about. But uh, the Gemara calls it the capital Tila David. So you say that three times a day. It's Muftach Leishu Ben Elam Haba. That's what we say three times, right? One by Pesuk of the Zimmer by Shachris, one before Volatian. And one before Mincha. So it's Muftach Leishu Ben Elam Haba. My time is. It says the Gemara, why? What's the Maila of Tilo David of Ashrei? So it says the Gemara like this. So maybe one suggestion is because it goes through the flow of the Aleph base. That's a, for whatever reason, that's a big Maila. So the Gemara says, Again, you say Tilo, and you're familiar with this. And it's say Kapitol Kofiotes. Kofiotes also goes through the Aleph base, but even more. It's eight times. You know, there's eight, kep, eight psukim for each letter. So if the mile is Yalv Beis, then say Asher Tumi Derech. So says the Gemara, okay, so it must be Asher has something else. El Mishon Dispei Pseich Hasidach. So it must be the Pasuk Pseich Hasidach is a chash of a thing. So it must be because of that. Talking about Hashem gives Parnasa. So says the Gemara, okay, then name a Halal Gadol. Then say the capital Kilo Elam Chazdais. Because the Chsivet says over there, Nois in Lech Mechol Basar Kilo Elam Chazdais. So, yeah, so, uh, so what's, what's with Ashrei? El Mishum says the Gemara, Dispei Tarti. So it must be it. Ashrei has both. It has Alf Beis plus Pesechas Yedacha. That, that takes it over the hill. Okay. That's the Gemara. That's Rabbi Lazar, Amr Ravina. The Gemara then continues another statement on, about Ashrei, Amr Bechanan. The name Aloy Nemer Nun Ashrei. Of all the letters, the one letter that's missing is the letter Nun. So why is the Nun not mentioned in Ashrei? It's interesting. Over here he calls it Ashrei already. 
Because the Nun, David Melch didn't want to use the Nun in Ashrei because it's a reference. Other places in Tanakh, we find that the letter Nun is a reference to Nefila, to Chas Yidin Yidden having a Nefila. Again, it's using Lashon Saki Nor, Sani Yisrael. It means, it means Yidden, Dechsev, because it says in Pasuk, Nafla, Laisaisif, Kumbisulis Yisrael. It says in Pasuk that Nafla, that Klaes or Nebuch are described as fallen, and Laisaisif Kum, and we're not able to get up, Bisulis Yisrael. So, because the letter Nun is associated with that, so David Melch didn't want to put the Nun in Ashrei. Now the Gemara makes a comment, in Eretz Yisrael, they would finagle the Pasuk that we just mentioned in a positive way, or at least somewhat positive. They would touch it like this, Nafla, Kala Yisrael fell, V'loisaisiv limpolait, V'loisaisiv means, and, and she won't fall again, Kum besolos Yisrael, Fakeret, rather Kala Yisrael will get up. So it's a way of, of, of touching the Pasuk nicely, but at the end of the day, the, the Nun definitely is a reference to Nefila. So, so that's why Nun is not an Ashrei. Amr of Nachav Yitzchak. So Rav Nachav Yitzchak said, Afilu hachi, despite the fact that David Melch avoids even mentioning the Nun, Chazer David v'samchan Baruch HaKadosh. Nevertheless, with Baruch HaKadosh, David Melch uh, supports the, the Jewish people, despite the fact that he doesn't reference our falling, but he still supports us. Shenemra, that's the letter Samach, Samech Hashem Okay, that's the Gemara. Okay, so, fine. So there's a... A number of interesting points. Let's first let's first see a little bit in some of the halachas that come from this gemara in terms of our minig of saying ashrei, and then uh, we'll see from there. Okay, so Ramakan number two is the Tamid Rabbeinu Yaina. So Rabbeinu Yaina is quoted by his Tamid in the end of the back of the gemara brachas the following thing. He says as follows: Kivin, this is the lashon that he said. Kivin de ikar amirasai pasuk. Said Rabbeinu Yaina, since the main you know, the main Indian of why we're saying Ashrei three times a day is because of the Pasuk of Pesach Yedecha. So, Ayrim HaGa'inim. So, the Ga'inim said, Shetzarach Lechavim Ba'amirasa, that you have to therefore have an extra Kavana when you say Pesach Yedecha. Ad Kedekach V'imloi Kivain. And if a person doesn't have Kavana by Pesach Yedecha, Tzarach Lachzul Lami Pramacheres, you have to say it again. You have to say it again. Now, there's a number of things. First of all, the Chren point out this is very unusual. We usually assume like there are certain things in, in, in davening that a person's supposed to have kavana, right? So let's say, Shmon Esrei, Befrat, the first bracha, right? So Allah is, if a person doesn't have kavana for the first bracha, Shmon Esrei, technically the Allah is, he's supposed to daven again. Shulchan Aruch says not like that, though. Why? You didn't have kavana the first time. Who's, <laughs> who says you're going to have it the second time? We, don't, we assume that nowadays people don't have so much kavana. It's interesting, but this, the Allah is in Shulchan Aruch, Without an exception, you have to have kavan the pasuk. If not, you have to chazer it over. So the question that Chorinim deal with is that why is this different than uh, other t- situations you have to have kavana for? Okay, so one suggestion that Chorinim make is okay. It's one pasuk, one pasuk you could push. You could push yourself a whole bracha of shmonesri, maybe not, but one pasuk you can. Uh, there's there's uh, the That's one terrace that Chorinim say. Another suggestion that Chorinim make the Vilna Gain, makes this point, and really that's, that's really probably what the Rabbinian is trying to say also, is that it's not just like, okay, it's a Pasuk, it's a Nailah to have Kavana. The whole reason why you're saying Ashrei is for that Pasuk. The whole reason is, is because of that Pasuk. It's not, you know, it's a, you know the, the, within Shmon Esrei, you're not, the whole reason to say Shmon Esrei is not the first bracha. Of all the Shmon Esrei, the first bracha is the most chashiv. So you have to have Kavana there, but if you don't have to Kavana by the first bracha, okay, so you move on. The whole reason why you're saying Ashrei is Pasuk so the whole reason why you're saying it, so if you don't have kavana, then you miss the then, then that's already chasar. But there's there's two problems. First of all, again, the, the problem is still it's still looming over this halacha 
we again we generally do not find such a thing nowadays that missing kavana you have to chazer over you have to go it again again like I like I just said the deal with it and they give their their truitzim but even after the truitzim are said it's still a little bit a little bit schwer why we're so mocked over here that you have to have kavana if you don't have kavana you have to say it again number one but number two maybe more than that where where in the gemara did it say that the whole reason why we say ashrei is b'seichasidecha. The Gemara said that there's two things we say Ashrei about. Why is Ashrei special? The Gemara said, certainly, yes, Pesach HaSidecha, that's true, but that wasn't enough. It was just Pesach HaSidecha, you'd say Halagadol. So it says the Gemara, why do we say Ashrei? Because it says Pesach HaSidecha, but also because it has the Olaf base. So why, why, why are we all of a sudden focusing in on just that Pesach? Okay, so if you had, I guess if you had to pick a Pesach, then you pick Pesach HaSidecha, but... But, for, but to say that that's the reason why we're saying Ashrei Pesach Hasidecha, that's not true. We're also we're saying Ashrei for every single letter, huh? No, it doesn't drop. No, it's like one hemshach. It's like uh, even though I put a period there. It's not really you know the, the, you know it's one hemshach. The Gemara makes a point. If it's just Pesach Hasidecha, they say Halagadol. So the Gemara ends up saying El Meshum Despeitarti. It has both. So why you know so again so you, you pick up Pesach, if you erase Pesach Hazidecha then you wouldn't be saying Ashrei if you if you erased uh, the you know the Hemshech of the Alf base also again the Nun is not there for a specific reason even though the Samach then sort of references the missing Nun anyway so there's sort of a reference to the Nun but uh, it, it's it, you know to say that the whole reason why you're saying it is because of this Pesach it's a it's a little bit uh, it's a little bit strange that's not that's not the whole reason why we're saying saying Ashrei okay those questions aside. Next, Maramukah number three. There's a different Gemara Brachis, a little bit later on, Lama Beis and Mabez. It's a famous Mishnah. The Mishnah says, the Chassidim Hurishayinim. The early Chassidim, so the Mishnah says that their davening was of three hours. They would make an hour hachana before, Shmanesri itself was an hour, and an hour after. Right? That's the Mishnah. So the Gemara says like this, Chassidim Hurishayinim, Hayishayin Shachas. That the early Chassidim, they would have an hour of uh, preparation before Shmanesri. So says the Gemara Minanimili, what's the Makar such a thing of making so much achana? So Amr Rabbi Yishuvim Levi, so Rabbi Yishuvim Levi said, Amr Kra, it's a Pasuk, it says, Asher Yeshev Esacha. Praiseworthy is the one that's Yeshev Esacha, that sits in your house, Hashem. Oy Yalucha Sala, they should praise you, they should praise you uh, for, forever of eternity. So says Rabbi Yishuvim Levi, what does it mean to sit in Hashem's house? It means achana. Asher Yeshev Esacha means praiseworthy is those that, that praise Hashem after sitting in Hashem's house. That's the Gemara. So from the Pasuk, Asher Yeshev Yisecha, that's the Makar, that, that you don't just go into Shemineser, you have to make a Hachana first. Says Taisvis, based on that, Maramukah number four, Taisvis over there says, Lefichach, based on this Gemara, Teknu Loimer, Zeh David. This is where the minute comes from, to say Ashrei, before, you know, Tiel Again, like I said before, the, technically the capital starts with Tiel David. We say Ashrei first. Why? Because it's a reference to this idea that you don't just jump into Shemineser, you make Hachanas. And so that's why we mention that pasuk. Now, Taisus therefore says, And says Taisus, since this is the reason why we say Ashrei, this is not like those that say a bunch of Ashreis. In other words, us. What do we say before Tilo David? That's one pasuk. And we say another pasuk. These are two separate pasukim. Says Tais, the only reason why you're saying Asherah, why are you waking, why are you why are you adding additions to Tilo David anyway? Because you want to reference this idea of the Gemara that uh, that we're making Hachanas for Shmon Asherah. Okay, so that's the pasuk Asher Yeshev Esecha. That's it. No, no, other, no reason to add another pasuk of Asherah. So says Tais, 
the proper minig is just to say the first pasuk ashrei, not the second one. Now, obviously, that's that we have to explain what our minig is. Why taka do we say a bunch of ashrei? If the reason is like taisvus, then there's taka no reason to add an ashrei shakachalai. But the truth is, say it again. Harbe. Yeah, okay, but at least us. Maybe there was other minhagim that added more. I don't know. The Achorin point out the Bach and the Bach and, and, and Shulchan Aruch points out that Taisus is he's at least coming to say Lafuke Arminik. More than that, if the reason why we say Ashrei first is a reference for this Gemara that you're supposed to prepare yourself for Shmanesrei, then Rukveger on Shulchan Aruch makes a, an excellent point. So in Marmokin number five, Rukveger on Shulchan Aruch is in, in Simon Nunalov. So Rukveger says like this: if that's the reason why we say Ashrei, then it also only makes sense to say this Pasuk by Mincha. Why? Why do we say, because by Mincha, that's where there's an issue of just jumping at the Shemana So you said, even the Gemara says that before Mincha, you're supposed to say some Pesukim, something to be making yourself. So we choose Tilo David to be that. So over there, it says, okay, oh, that makes sense. Before, by, by Mincha, where you're saying Tilo David as a Hachana for Shemana so you add in the words Asher Yeshev Secha to, to remind yourself why you're doing this. That I get. The whole reason to say the Pasuk is again, like Taisus, to highlight the Hachana that you're doing, but that's only Shaykh by Mincha. So, so that, that, that causes a problem. So not only, so our, our Minig is, is difficult. First of all, again, we, we, we say another Pasuk of Ashrei, besides Ashrei Yeshur Yisacha, right? And we say it by... Uh, you know, by, by not only the, the by, not only by Mincha, we say it by both the uh, Ashrays of Shachrus too. So that's difficult. Another difficulty, Maramukha number six, the tour in uh, Simenun Aleph, so the tour brings down this minig that not only do we add a Pasuk before Tilo David, we also add a Pasuk after. Right? That's what we say. So why do we do that? So it says the Torah like this, Va'achrav nogu loimar v'anachnu after Tilo David, the minig is to add a pasuk v'anach nevaracha. Why? The kos of Rav Amram. So Rav Amram says that the reason why we add that is l'shal shule haluka basar haluka because you're about to, by shachar by psukzim you're about to go into the halukas. So it's it, it flow, the flows better if you go from Tilo David into the halukas with the word haluka. So again, Tilas Hashem Yidaberpi doesn't end with the word haluka. So, okay, so we want to add with the word haluka to connect it to the halukas. So that's what we say. Haluka, and then you continue on. That's what Rav Amrugain said. No, Kanzrik Vegar with a similar problem. If that's the reason why we say then what, when, when, does, when is that appropriate then? by the But you're not saying halukas by Valtzin. You're not saying halukas by, by Mincha. So, uh, so this doesn't make any sense. So Rukh Vegar, number seven, sort of sums up all the problems. And he says, well, if, if the reason, again, if the reason why we're saying Ashrei first is as, to remind ourselves for Achana for Shmanesrei, and the reason why we're saying Vanachna Varechka at the end to continue to the Halukas, then you put it all together, this is at most what should come out, says Rukh Vegar. That B'Shachris, Eina Oimer Ashrei Yashrei. First of all, by Shachris, we shouldn't be saying Ashrei. Right? Because again, you're already, there's a lot of achanas for Shemanasri. The concern was learned by Mincha. You should just start with Tilo David. Okay, by Shachris, by Pesuk the Zimra, it makes sense to say Vanach Nuvarach because you're going into the Halukas. 
That that makes sense. So the so the so by pesuk of the zimra, it should just start from tila david and end with vanachin levarcha. Okay. But mincha by mincha he says mincha can make sense. What we do? Why? He says after leyamrin and kain. So by mincha, even though we don't say halukas, okay. Kivan the maschil the pasuk asher yeshvei. Since by mincha we should say ashrei, right? Because again, that's when you need to remind yourself of achana. And happens to be by ashrei, what does it say? Ashrei shresecha oid yehalalucha sela. Oh, okay. So okay, there's a we started tilo david with a little haluka. Okay, right. Let's sign haluka. So mincha, I could uh, we can understand why with this why, why we do what we do. Again, you start with ashrei. You mentioned for because you have to make achana. Happens to be the pasuk of the achana ashrei yeshvesecha ends with yehalucha sela. Oh, so fine. So we'll end also with Haluka. But first of all, again, it doesn't answer the question we had before that Tysus brings out, why are we saying Tupsuk Mavashrei? Right? It still doesn't explain why we're saying Ashrei and Shekachalai. Just go straight into Tiladavid then. Okay, but that's for Mincha. El and then, but if you think about it, when it comes to the, 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 the Ashrei by Volatzian, so when we mistake the Maschil with Tiladavid, that should, uh, that doesn't make any sense to add anything. You should just start with Tiladavid. Again, it's not it's not before Shmanes, right? So there's no reason to say Ashri Yeshay Yisachov first. There's no Halukas coming after. So, so that Ashri that that Tiladavit should certainly just be by itself. Kenkas was Sefer Maimon Mordechai, and Taka the Kvegar brings down from the Sefer Maimon Mordechai one of the Achrayim that that's really the that's really the proper minig. And what we do is just uh, you know we make like a light plug or something. So the only Tzvila that could we could says Rukvegar that we could sort of legitimately you know, begin to explain a little bit of our minute would be by Mincha. Again, you're saying Ashrei because Mincha, you need a Hachana for Shemines, right? Once you started Ashrei, so you said Halucha Sela, okay, so you say Tila David, also Halucha, okay, even that's, that's obviously pretty shvach. Rukvegar himself is, you know, he, he would be the first one to admit that that's pretty shvach. Okay, but that's, that's something, uh, like plug from there to all the other Ashreis. All right, so he needs explanation. He needs explanation. Um... Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll skip, skip Gemara Rukh number eight. We'll go back to that soon. Let's go back to the Gemara. Let's go back to the Gemara. The Gemara said again, the Gemara said a principle. Koloimer tiladav v'choyoim, shalosh pam, if you say tiladav three times a day, muftach loishu v'naylam hava. So Rishonim, the Rishonim, uh, the, 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 the one question, Rishonim bring up a, a number of points when it comes to this line. First of all, muftach loishu v'naylam So the Gemara explains, what's the big deal? So again, it has the Aleph base and also Pesach HaSidecha. Ben Oilam Haber for that. I mean, that's, you know, it's a little bit, little bit much. So, uh, so the Rishonim say, you're right, it's, it's a little bit much to say that you're Ben Oilam Haber just for saying a capital Tillim three times a day. So the Rishonim, the Rishonim, like, you know, sort of pour cold water on it a little bit. They say it means that if you were anyway close to being a Ben Oilam Haber anyway, and it's just like the scales were a little bit, not, you know, 100%, so you throw this on the thing and you'll, you'll get in. Okay. The Rishonim and others of the Rishonim are bothered. Why? What's the big? Why is this such a mila? Again, the Gemara says in the Aleph base, Why is this such a big mila that you're Ben Oilam Haba? Bechla, the lush and Ben Oilam Haba is a funny thing. So Ben Oilam Haba. So in the previous Gemara, we talked about this Ben Oilam Haba being in this world and being a Ben Oilam Haba. So we'll see what that means. Okay. The, the, the other question is why three times? Let's say three times. So it's interesting. So the Rishonim deal with this. Rishonim has the kasha. So Rishonim, the number of Rishonim say, you know why it's three times? Because after saying Ashrei three times, when Stamba one time we, we had Kavana. That's what the Rishonim say. That like, you know, okay, so you say, that's by the way, by the way, uh, a lot of things that we do, like three times, the Pesukim that we say three times, 
So, as we'll see, there's 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 big inyana with these inyana with these things. But the derech mamish pshat shabepshat. One of the reasons why chashva things we say three times is because you say three times at least one of them you had kavanas. So there there there's such a thing. So that's uh, one suggestion the Rishonim make that maybe it's just you know it's a chashva thing to have kavana by ashrei. So you say it three times when it's one time you did it well. But Rashi says not like that. Take a look at Marmuk number nine. Rashi. Rashi makes a point like this. Uh, again, Rashi within the, on the Gemara Brachis. Shalish Palmim, Vesepis three times. Keneged Shalish Tefilis. So Rashi says on his own that the Indian of saying Asher three times is Keneged, the three Tefilis of Shachas Mechamayrev. No, the obvious question is, so if we're, if we're making Keneged Shachas Mechamayrev, then why not say it by Shachas Mechamayrev? Say one by Shachas, one by Mencha, one by Mayrev. Again, the Rishonim Eses Kasha. So Rishonim say... Mayrav is a rishos. We pass Mayrav is a rishos. Or even Mayrav is, let's say you hold Mayrav is a chayva. Not everyone is so mocked with Mayrav. So it's interesting. We, it's so important that people should say Asher three times that like we'll be sort of, we accept the, the, the reality that people might not have in Mayrav. So al Kapanim, we should at least get three times of Asher and so you put two by Shachas. That's the Rishonim that the Rishonim say. Again, it's Amr Darshuni that you're saying Asher three times Kenegat Tfilas. Abulamaisa, you're you're saying it in two times. You know what I'm saying? You're by Shachris, twice by Shachris, and one by Mincha. So it, it's Amr Darshuni. Okay, so let's go like this. Marmokan number 10 is a piece from the Rashash. The Rashash, what we have, um, one of the. Uh, there, are, there are three. I'll give you, it's, a good, it's a good thing to know. There are three. There are four, like four. Yeah, there's like four svarim, four things that we have from Rashash. One is called Hagais Hashemesh, his notes on Eitzchayim. His notes they had on Eitzchayim. He literally had his, on his Eitzchayim, he had notes. So that's why we have Hagais Hashemesh. And it's interesting, the Hagais of the Rashash are mostly, mostly kashas, but what's, what's phenomenal is that those are the kashas that then you learn his other svarim, like that's where, that's where he was coming from, from, his, from these kashas. So that's the Hagais Hashemesh. Then we have what's called Rechav Sanor. Rechav Sanor is a hakdama that the Rashash wrote to his sitter. And uh, it's about, maybe was it nine pages or so, back and you know, double-sided. Super, super dense. Rechav Sanor. The Rechav Sanor, over there he frames his entire mahalach in Pimim Satire. That's Rechav Sanor. Then you have the actual Siddur of the Rashash, where, where he organizes the Kavanas from the Rizal in the Siddur, based on his framing in Rechav Sanar, he presents the Siddur, that's the Siddur. And then we have another Sefer called Nahar Shalom. Nahar Shalom, everything until then was printed by him. It was, it was not, not printed, but it was uh, to a certain degree put together by him. Even though the Siddur, there's a Maduris, and even nowadays, till, till this day, there's Machlekes and what his Madur Basar was. His son, after his Petira, his son, Moved, uh, moved away, and he took with him what a very what many people think was the Madur Basra. So now what's left is uh, the closest to the Madur Basra. This base measure says, do we have the Madur Basra? We have the Madur Basra. It's, uh, it's, it's Lebedic. But Al-Kopanim, the Agayis HaShemesh was definitely put out beyond of, the Siddur was beyond of Chavisanar. Nahar Shalom was not. Nahar Shalom was a Likut of Ksavim that his Talmidim put together after his Petira that the Rashash himself was a Masadar for for the fuss, but uh, so, that's what, so there's a number of pieces in Har Shalom that are not necessarily as authoritative as others, but then there are other pieces that are authoritative. 
And it's, it's interesting, you can see in the style of Rashash, which was more of his earlier writings, which was more of his later writings. The earlier writings, he writes more Shakavataridik. Kasha's terror, it's back and forth. It could be mm-hmm. like this, could be like that. The later he got, the more definitive, more like Ruch HaKadoshdik, of like this is Vaidar Rishon Meshalemer. So the, the, there's parts of the Narshon which are sort of uh, wishy washy. The Rashash goes back and forth. Those are the ones that are not authoritative. But parts of the Narshon which he's saying it like it is. Those are usually Madura Basras. So this, what we're about to see right now, is one of the more authoritative parts of Nahar Shalom. So it's assumed to be uh, uh, Madura Basra. So the Rashash over here, in these couple lines, opens up the, opens up the, whole, the whole Indian. So it says like this. The Rashash, again, a little bit of a, of a background. All of that, by the way, was just me like sort of Pushing off, having to explain what I'm about to explain right now. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, then I have no choice anymore. Isn't it? Okay, listen, in, in the system of, of the Kavanas, from that result, the result was Megalata said every time, I've said this a million times, and every time I struggle saying it, but the reason was Megalata, every time you do a mitzvah, every moment, you're building something. You're building something. You're not just doing a mice, system, saying shahako or uh, putting on tefillin, or learning, davening, giving, giving stuck. it's not just tam. Ashabur lakim lasais, the Rabbanu Shalom put us in this world, in order to build, b'ayne shemaim aliyosav, it says in Pasuk, that we're supposed to build heavens, we're supposed to build palaces in heaven. The Rabbanu Shalom made the world in such a way, that we're, it's up to us to build the infrastructures, the soul, soul infrastructures, to allow the Rabbanu Shalom's light into our lives, and into the world. The Rabbanu Shalom is everywhere, but like the Kotzka said, where is God? Wherever you let him in. Wherever you let him in. It means wherever you, you have to build kalim. You have to build an infrastructure to allow the Rabbanu Shalom in. So this infrastructure, the, the, the spiritual infrastructure that we build, so every mitzvah does that. Every mitzvah does that. Every mitzvah. So in other words, the way to think of it, the way the, the, I usually, the mashal that I usually give, is that every opportunity that you are given to do a mitzvah, which is pretty much always, so it means that you are being brought to a construction site. And you're being given raw material. And you're being given the opportunity to build something. And you build the, the skyscraper in this lot, so then it'll become lichtik. No, so if you do it good, if you don't do it, then you move on to, a, to, the, to the next moment, which is another empty lot. So every mitzvah is sort of that, is that empty lot that you have to build. You accomplish it, then you build something. But one of the big principles of the Rashash, especially, is that you could always zoom out. You could always zoom out. You look at a particular moment, that's one particular binyan. And it has everything you need. You get to that moment, you have all the materials that you need to build an infrastructure of But zoom out. When you zoom out, then that moment is no longer its own individual, you know, empty lot. In, in, a, in, a, more, in a more zoomed out frame, then the entire day is one big lot. So you come into, so today it's, it's, it's Rosh Chodesh, right? So, so, you, so it's already the beginning of, of Thursday. So Thursday, Bechlolos can be seen as one big, one big construction site. So yeah, that construction site, again, you zoom in, you can see many construction sites. There's a moment to say a shackle now, learn tire, say a good word, watch yourself from doing an Avera. Those are all mini construction sites. Zoom out, there's one big, uh, one big thing. So, so the Rashash was Megal, and this is, this is, this, and this is clear. This you don't need this piece from the Harshalm for. The Rashash said, that's based on the, that result, that in, in, a, in a larger scale of the entirety of the day, the entirety of the day is built through Shachas Mechamayr. When you daven three times a day, that's building the infrastructure of the day itself. 
That's the Arizal said. And then, obviously, there's, pr- there's prati mitzvahs, and there's prati moments of the day. But Ba'ithin Kloli, the Kloli Yisayoyim, is built through davening. <clears throat> that's what the Rashash, that's what Rashash said. Comes in Harsholim over here, and the Rashash, and Harsholim is Megal the following, the following side. We'll just read the words. Gininoida, it's known. There's v'chulos over here because the, 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 the I have to, you know, we have to be able to read it a little bit. Gininoida, ki keneged oylam haba nimshach narnechi ayadeh hatfilas v'hatayra uberchasem bekavana ukeneged oylam haza shuchitzaynis oylamis v'menu nimshach moichin dechias umazna ayadeh achilu berchasem. Okay, what the Rashash just said is the following thing: is that the collective binyan of the day. The Pashtas is built through the collective Torah and Tefillah of that day. True. True. Shachis I said Shachis it's also the Torah that a person learns that day. The Torah and Tefillah of that particular day. But says the Rashash, but within the collective universe of the day, there's really two construction sites. There's what's called Pnimius Oilemus, the inner, deeper dimension of that particular. We're, we're still talking about Ruchnius. We're not talking about down. There's no physical constructions that we're talking about. You understand? We're talking about Ruchnius. But within the Oilem HaRuchni, there's two dimensions. There's what's called Pnimius Oilemus, and then there's what's called Chitzainius Oilemus. And that means that every particular day, there's two construction sites. There's a, there's, there's a binya that has to be done in the inner dimension of that day. And then there's a, 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 a binya that has to be done in the outer dimension of that day. Again, even when we say outer, we're still talking about in Ruchnius. But Pnimius and Chitzainius, says the Rashash. The inner dimension of the day, a code word for that, is the Olam Hab of that day. And says the Rashash, and how do you build the infrastructure of Pnimius Oilemus of a collective day? Through the Torah and Tefillah of that day. Be'ekr, the Seder Kavanis that we have throughout the Tefillahs of Shachas and Chumayrev, and the learning that you do, Befrat, but it's, uh, that's the binyan of the Pnimius Oilemus. Says the Rashash, and what is building the Chitzainius Oilemus of that day? Says Rashash, that's the meals that you eat, the food that you eat that day, the brachas that you make on the food. That's binyan. That's a binyan of the chitzonis elements of that day. Now this is an earth-shattering chiddush, because b'pashtas without this line of the Rashash, then the the way it was always thought is that the collective building of the day is through the tefillah or through Torah as well. Fine, baker through tefillah, and what what's the avoid of making a shahakal? That's that's zoning in on that particular moment and that particular mitzvah. And what's when you do berachas amazim? When is that? So that's uh, that moment you're building a again that, that zooming in. But comes Rosh Hashanah said, no, 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 no. The eating of the day is also is also a tikkun of zooming out. The collective day is fixed in pnimis oylemis through the tefillah and the chitzaynis oylemis through the achila and all the brachas that you make and befrat. Again, the, the Rosh Hashanah goes on to talk about the befrat, the benching. Befrat when you have a real suda, that's the ikar tikkun of the of the collective day. Now, to bring this more out in a little bit uh, down-to-earth language. So, Mara Welkin, number 11, this is a Siddur, Siddur uh, Havashalm. This is from uh, Yaakov Alel, Zal Gezunzayin. So, in uh, one of his Siddurim, in Kavana Sachila, page Shem Vav. So, he brings down this line from the Rashash, and he says, There's Chiddush, Rashash, that the Rashash is B'Megalatas. Shekloliyas Kavana Sasuda, that the collective Kavana of eating, is he mesakenes betikun kloli shel oisa hayayim bebechinas hachitzoni yeshabai? That is be mesakin the collective day, just in the chitzon in, in the chitzonis of the day. Kamoi hatfilas hamesakenes bebechinas apnimis dayama kloli. So that's a big chiddush. Now, by the way, 
this does, uh, Rabbi Yaakov goes on to, to bring out some armor. I didn't have enough space on the page, but the, the, he brings out some armor coming. So at least in the Gemara, we do find such an Indian that Chazal parallel davening with eating, right? The, the Gemara says, uh, the Shulchan, uh, the, the Mizbech was Mechaper, but Bezvan and Mikdash. Now that the Mizbech is not Mechaper, so the Shulchan Eshladam is Mechaper. A person's table by eating Bektusha is Mechaper. What do you mean? So instead of the Mizbech, we have the table. Instead of the Mizbech, you have Karbon, you have, that was Karbonis, you have Tfilas. So both, so it must be that tefillahs are connected the mizbeach, and one's eating is connected the mizbeach. So which one is it? Well, according to Rashash, it's beautiful. And pnimis is, it's davening, and chitzaynis oilimus, it's eating. That's the Now, based on this, let's go back. Let's go back to to look at this gemara. Uh, Ashrei is is highlighting this inyan of pesech. What's pesech zidach about? The rabbanu shalom gives parnasa. It's about it's about eating. It's about parnasa. It's about money. It's about parnasa. That's what uh, uh, you know. When the pasuk says, "Kiloya lechem levada yichyeh adam," "Kial kol meitzi piyasham yichyeh adam," doesn't mean on bread alone. Bread is a code word for you know for everything a person needs. For everything a person needs. Mchay oylem haza. So it's like this. So in other words, what we have from the Rashash is is that davening itself, davening itself is misakim pini misaylemus, and then what happens after davening? what we just had, is that you leave Pneumus Eilamas, and now you have to go down and descend into a lower place. It's called Chitzonius Eilamas, and that's where you have to start eating, and everything that goes about, that the, everything that you're involved in the day in order to facilitate your eating, which is basically going to work. Everything that's involved with Inyoni Achila and Tzorchei Eilam Haza, that's Chitzonius Eilamas, and you have to move, leave from Pneumus, and descend into Chitzonius. In Sefer Chassidus, though, however, and it's rooted in the Rashash himself, is that we're taught the following secret. Is that, even though it might seem that Pnimis Eilamus is in one domain, and Chitzainis Eilamus is in a different domain, and you have to move from Pnimis into Chitzainis, the truth is, there is, there is, there is an Indian that one can, Bechlal Masayimana, Bechlal contained within 200 is 100, right? What does that mean? Chitzainis, that which is that which is external didn't come out of nowhere. That which is external ultimately or originates in pneumius. In other words, every single one of you know, every a human being doesn't just pop out of the ground. We originated from somewhere else. We first we were found in the womb, and from there we exit and we become our own person. In the writings of, of Tars Chacham and Chassidus were taught that the Chitzonis Oilmas, this outer dimension, doesn't just exist on its own. Chitzonis Oilmas itself is first Nichlal, it's first within the Pneumius Oilmas, and then it emerges on its own. Therefore, here's the following principle. It would be a lot easier and make our lives a lot smoother if we could be Mesakin Chitzonis Oilmas while we're still in Pneumius Oilmas. See, Pneumus Oilamus is a nice place to be. That's a much, it's a, it's a, it's a much nicer neighborhood, Pneumus Oilamus. Chitzonis Oilamus is a little bit tougher. It's a little bit rougher. So no, you have no choice. Rebbe Hashem sends us on a shlicha, so we have to be Mesach in Chitzonis Oilamus too. But if one can be Mesach in Chitzonis Oilamus while one is in Pneumus Oilamus, that's Kavaldik. Certainly you're still going to have to go to Chitzonis Oilamus then. But then already you're just like, that's already just unpackaging what's already done. It's a much easier job to fix things in their shirish and then just unpackage it in their branches than actually get involved in the branches themselves. So what's the site of Ashrei? 
Rashi said it's connected to three tefillas, but we say it in two different parts. You know, Chazal say, it's not, maybe not the minig oil nowadays, but the Chazal say that the, by the time of the Chazal, the minig was, how many meals did a person eat? Twice. One in the morning, one, one towards the evening. Right? Not at night, because at night's already, it's dark. Right? Mincha time. What's the side of saying Ashrei three times, but, in, but really twice a day? The side of Ashrei is Pesech Hasidach, which is talking about Talking about what? Talking about parnasa. Talking about chitzaynis aylamis. Nichlal in ashrei, which is the aleph base. What's the aleph base? The aleph base is pnimis aylamis. I mean, the, the outer world that we experience is one of uh, a lot of zachen. But we know, like the Ramban writes, the, the Zara Kaddish says, what is the what is the inner dimension of reality itself? Nothing but aleph base. Nothing but shemus Nothing. So the whole Indian. So what's what's ashrei? Ashrei is that there's a pasuk talking about peseches yedecha maspilachol chayrotzim. Apostle talking about the Rabbanu Shalom giving Parnasa and Shefa, and that's everything of the Oilam Hazah, but it's contained within a system of Aleph Beis. Because the whole Indian of Ashrei is this side, that Chitzoyis Oilamis exists within Pnimis Oilamis, and by saying Ashrei three times a day, but in such a way of mourning, but in, but in two slots, what you're, but what you're being, what you're doing in Pseich Hasidecha is, is that you are, you are really being Masak in Chitzainis Eilamis, which primarily happens through eating. And through eating, eating is done twice a day. But you're being, but you're being Masak in Chitzainis Eilamis as it still exists, where? In Pnimis Eilamis, which is the world of davening, which is three times. So you're, you're saying Ashrei three times a day, but in two different slots. Because that's exactly what Ashrei is about. Being, you're, you're being, you're, you're, you're being Isaac in, 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 in Tikkun, Chitzayin Asylumis, as it's still Nichlal in Pnim Asylumis. And that's the Mail of Pesecha Sidecha. Pesecha Sidecha, as it's Nichlal in the world of the Aleph base, which is the inner dimension of reality. We ask the question why is it that you should have Kavana by the Pasuk of Pesecha Sidecha? <clears throat> one, one of the unfortunate realities that is involved in being Masak in Chitzayin Asylumis is. That you have to put in Amelis. So that is a, that is a gezerah. That's a gezerah that you have to put in Amelis when it comes to being masakin chitzayin yisaylamis. How does one... So you have to be makayim that gezerah. You have to be makayim it. How are you makayim that? So if you're mamish involved in chitzayin yisaylamis, pure, and you're involved mamish in the outer dimension, so how are you makayim that decree of So we know how, right? It's with the sweat of your brow. That's... You make up parnas with the sweat of your brow. But if you're being Isaac and you're being Masak in Chitzayin Asylumis, as it's still Nichlal in Pnimi Asylumis, so that's a much nicer place to be. And it doesn't require the Zeyas HaPecha and the Lachatz and the pressure and the, you know, the Bilbulim that come with parnasa. But you still have to be Yaitzi Yerchiyev of Zeyas HaPecha Teichalechem. So what do you do? So you have to have Kavana with that person. Having Kavana requires energy, requires Focus and befrat, befrat the later generations. It's dafka the later generations that have such a hard time with kavana. The only way that you, it, the whole inyan of, of pesach esyedecha is what is to be masakin at that moment chitzayne sayilmas as it's still nichla on the aleph base of ashrei and pnimis sayilmas. And the only way for that to happen is if you also are makayim the decree of bezeisat pechatech lechem. So how do you do that? Put that together is that you say pesach esyedecha with kavana. Ah, it's hard to have kavana. Exactly, exactly. In the earlier generations where it wasn't so hard to have Kavana, so maybe they weren't Yaitz their Chiv of Bezei Sepechat Eichel Lechem with that Pasuk. But now that it's Tafka hard, 
That's specifically why you'll be makayim your chiv by having kavana with with uh, with that pasuk of pesach hasidacha. <clears throat> Based on this, let's understand. This is the site of the Gemara. The Gemara said, "Ezu ben olam haba." Who's the ben olam haba? Someone that says he'll it three times a day. The Rashash, in the language of the Rashash, in Maramukha number eleven. If you if you noticed, what did he say? Again, let's go back. Kini noy that's known. Said the Rashash that keneged olam haba. What does olam haba mean? Olam haba means nimshach narnechi, which is nefesh ruch neshama chayichida. Olam haba means. The avoida that's called Olam Habedik avoida means to bring hashpoyes to to wear to the pnimis Olamis aide tefilas v'hatayra birchaseim bekavana. Keneged Olam Hazeh shuchitzaynis Olamis so mimenu nimshach moichin dechias umazan aide achilo birchaseim. Olam Habed means pnimis Olamis. Olam Hazeh means chitzaynis Olamis. What's the side of Tila David? Being Isaac in chitzaynis Olamis within pnimis Olamis. Ezehu ben Olam Haba, who's the one that's in this world, but still, but, but still in Olam Haba Dekiyid, the one that says Tila David three times a day. It's Kibshuta. It's not uh, that, that. That's what it means. Ben Olam Haba means that you're living in this world, but you're you're being Isaac in the void of Olam Haba. That's that. How are you Isaac in the void of Olam Haba when you're when you're trying to be Masakin Chitzanis Olamis, which is Olam Haza? The answer is by saying Tila David. By saying Tila David, you allow yourself to remain a Ben Olam Haba. Even though you're undertaking the avoid of oilam haza, that's what tilo david means. That means to be, to be a ben oilam haza. Uh, now, based on this, I think we could understand very, very well why we make these additional psukim of Ashrei, Yeshevei Secha, and Ashrei Shakach Eloi, Vanachnu Nevarechka. Let's start with the easier one first. Vanachnu Nevarechka. Vanachnu Nevarechka, Me'ata Vat Oilam Haluka. There's a lot of names of Hashem. The name of Hashem Yudkevavke, so those farm always point out. Yud K represents that which is above. That's Olam Haba. That's Pneumius. Vav K, that's Yismucha Hashemayim, right? Vav K is Vesogel Haaretz. That's Olam Haza. And by saying Ashrei three times a day, again, what's the avoid of Ashrei? You're a Ben Olam Haba. It means that you're involved, you're, you're, despite the fact that you're undertaking Tikkun Hachitzainius, but you're remaining a Ben Olam Haba. V'anachnu nevarech ka, miyatavad Olam Haluka. That forever I'll always remain a nevarech ka. That's literally what the pasuk is saying. So to say v'anach nevarech ka by old ashrays makes total sense. Let's say the first pesukim. Ashrei yoishev esecha oidi haluka sala. Vaiter. Ashrei yoishev esecha means again the simple pshat Tosfos said it means uh, sitting in Hashem's home getting ready. But what does it mean Hashem's home? What place is Hashem's home? Pnimi yisaylamis or chitzani yisaylamis? It's pnimi yisaylamis. Ashrei yoishev esecha oidi haluka. I'm sitting in Hashem's home. My home is chitzani yisaylamis. Hashem's home is pnimi yisaylamis. I am sitting in Hashem's home and being Isaac in Tikkun Chitzayin Yisraelans. That's Ashrei Yeshev Yisach, Oyed Yaluch HaSelah. And then we continue. Ashrei Ha'om Shekach Eloi, Ashrei Ha'om Shavaya Lekav. What does it mean, Om? That Pasuk references us as a, as a people, as a nation. Nation always means that which is Olam Hazadik. Baruch Shev Kavayid Malchus Eloilam Vod. It's lower, things of this world. That's Chitzayin Yisraelans. Ashri ha'am, so what we say, Ashri Yeshav Yisach Yaluch We're describing ourselves as what? As B'nai Olam Haba, that we're sitting in Hashem's home. Mom's sitting in Hashem's home. That's, that's Pnimis Olamas. And what do we then say? And we were, then the next passage highlights the Chiddush. What's the Chiddush? That you're Ben Olam Haba? Okay, so you're davening, you're learning. You're Ben Olam what's, what's the big deal? Now, nah, you know, the Chiddush is, Ashri ha'am shekach that even when you're in a state of, of Am, that you're in a state of being a nation, of being Isaac and Tikkun you're still Ashri Yeshav 
Ashim Shakakalai, Ashri Ha'om, Shahavaya Elikov. Elikim, the name Elikim, what does Elikim mean? Bala Kaiches Kulam. Elikim is a name that indicates there's a lot of stuff. Means Chitzoyinus Arlamas. What's Yudke Vavke? Even though I said Yudke Vavke within itself, you can divide it as Yudke is Arlam Haba and Vavke is Arlam Haza, but relative to the name Elikim. So Elikim would mean Chitzoyinus, and Yudke Vavke is Pinimus. So everything that we're saying is mamish It's kipshuta. That's exactly based on the understanding of the premise of what Asher is. So mamish kiminchoyim. Every single Asher time we say kol David. Those are exactly the psukim that we say, and that's how we start with Asher and we end with v'nachnu varaka. Based on this, let's let's finish off with a little piece from the Sharak of Anas. Uh, and, and maybe after we understand, after after this, we can understand a little bit the Shara Kavanas. So this is from the Rizal again in Shara Kavanas by Tvil Sashachar. So Vini Rasha Tevis, the Rasha, the, the Rizal gives us a little bit Kavanas to have. I, again, not saying that we should do it, but this is just to learn. So Vini Rasha Tevis, the Rasha Tevis of Pesech Es Yedecha, which is a pasuk that's all revolving around, right? So the Rasha Tevis of Pesech Es Yedecha, who pay Aleph Yud, right? That's Pesech Es Yedecha. So pay of yud equals bigmatria ninety one right that's that's ninety one. hu chiber If you take the gematria of havaya, which is havaya nane together, so that's ninety one. So the secret of pesech hasidah, the rosh tevis of pesech hasidah, is the chibur, the union of the name yud kevavke and adnai. Ukvaryadad, and he continues on. This is not just the remnants of the Rosh Tevis, but the words themselves indicate this chibor between the name Havaya and the name Adnai. It says in the Zayr, Pesech es Yudecha. Instead of Yodecha being, meaning a hand, you could also read it as Yudecha, your Yuds. Pesech es Yudecha. Hashem, you open up your Yuds. What does that mean? Vehim Shnei Shemus Yudin. This corresponds to the two names, Yudke Vavke and Alvdal Nun Yud. That when you interlock them together, it becomes this one combo, as you as you see, right? The second to last line, you see it start just to be able to make sense of that. So it starts with a yud. It's the first letter of each. Uh, each chain is sort of uh, you know uh, interlocking with each other. So there's a yud from yud kevavke, then there's an aleph from aleph nun yud, then the hay from yud kevavke, then the dalad of of adnai, and so on and so forth. So when you again you interinclude the letter the, the names, so it starts with a yud and it ends with a yud. So you have the two letters, the, the book ends are the two yuds. In between are six letters, right? Aleph, you know, all those letters in between of the two Shemus are six. Kiminyan Vav. What's Gemachi of six is Vav. And Suras Vav, Hunikat Patach. I know this sounds a little bit like a stretch, but there's, there's a reason why all these things are, are relevant. But uh, the, 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 again, the six letters in between, six is a Vav. Vav is the same shape as the Nakuda Patach. That's the secret that says the Zara Kaddish. means that the Pasuk over here is a deep reference to the Chibor, to the union of the Shemus Havaya and Adnai. First of all, again, the Rosh Tevis is Begamachia 91. And even though Taich the words, but the Rabbani Shalom should be the, the, the Patach between the two Yuds. There's six letters in between the two bookends of the Yuds. So that's the site of Pesech HaSidecha. That's number one. Gam Seifetavis says there is a further, and the Seifetavis of Pesech Hasidecha who Ches Tav Chaf. Right, those are the the end of letters. Vushem Kadosh Mechuna B'Sifrim Mekubalim. It's interesting. The Rizal is referencing Mekubalim. When when the Rizal references Mekubalim, it means the Rishonim by uh, by the times of the Rishonim. So the, it's a Shem Kadosh that's that's called by the Mekubalim Shem Aparnasa. 
This is everything we're talking about. Havaya and Adnai are these are these two sides. Pnimis Ilamis is what? Is Havaya. Chitzainis Ilamis, the arm, the nation, Baruch Shem Kled Mukhusanovad, is the Shem Adnai. The whole side of Pesach Hasidacha is the Miachedid too. That you're a Ben Oilam Haba, you're being Isaac in Chitzainis Ilamis, Befrat, while you're still in Pnimis Ilamis. That's why, by the way, in the, the particular Chibor, of the name Yud Kevavkin Adnai that the Rizal pointed out over here in the Pasuk Pesach Hasidecha starts, it starts with Yud Kevavke, right? It's, it's, the, the, it starts with the letter Yud of Yud Kevavke, then Avdal Nun Yud, right? It could have been the opposite, right? You can start with, uh, with the Aleph and then the, you know what I'm saying? You could uh, go both ways. Over here, and, and there's different places in the Kavanah, different ways. Over here it's specific that it starts with Havaya. And as the indication is, is that Adnai is Nichlal in Havaya. Adnai Nichol and Havai. says, Chitzoyinus Ha'ilamis, within Pnimis Ha'ilamis, that's Pesech HaZidecha, and that's exactly the same Pasek and the same shame that we're using to reference Parnasa. Because that's, that's, that's how we're, we're, we want to be Chaytech. That's the, that's the, the shame of here. Ches Tav Chav. We want to be Chaytech. We want, to, want there to be a, a, a good Gzar Din on a person's Parnasa. But it should be, the, the Asik of it should be within Pnimis Ha'ilamis. Let's go back to Bimashlam, just something in the Gemara. What the Gemara say at the very end? The Gemara says, Rabbi Yechanan, there's no nun in Ashrei, right? There's no nun in Ashrei because David Melch doesn't want to uh, reference Nefila. But Nachem Yisrak, Avol Pikin, Chazer David, V'samchem Ruach Hakaidah. So first, one second. But in lies doesn't say no. Like, as you have to stay. What do you mean? What do you mean? What, what, first of all, what is David Melch helping not having a nun in Ashrei? There is a nun in the other parts. Like, you know, he wants to avoid mentioning a nun because nun means Nefila. So there's already the, so erase that other pasuk. You can't race that other Pasuk. So what are you helping by not saying a Nun and Asher? Uh, and if you're not saying a Nun and Asher, what do you need to be Saimich for? If you're being Saimich, it means that you're referencing, there isn't a Filah. It's almost as if, putting it all together, Davin Melch is hinting, there's an Filah, but it's not an Filah. It's an Filah, but it's not an Filah. Because this is exactly the site of, of Av Asher. The site of Asher is that you're being Isaac in Chitzah and Asylumas, but it's within Pnei Asylumas. Is it an Filah then? Even when you, so there's not an afila because you're being Isaac of in chitzanis ayilmas as it's within pnimis ayilmas. Ah, you're still going to have to go out to work. But even then, when you go out to work, the, the job is better been done. It's just a matter of now uh, unpackaging what already was was what, what you already accomplished. So the samich hashem l'cholanayflam means that there is going to be a yitzia. There is going to be an exiting from pnimis ayilmas, but it's not going to be b'derech nafila. And even whatever little bit, uh, you know, a little jump that you have to do in order to get out of Pnei Ha'ilamis, Why? Because you're already Raisik and the whole, you're already Masak and the whole thing. The other Pasuk is talking about a real Nefila, Nafil of Aisaisif Kom Basil Yisrael. So you need the Taich of the Yishalmi to, to be Masak in it. But over here, David Melch is not referencing a Nun because the whole Asik of Ashrei is in order to, to, to ensure that there doesn't have to be any Yerida in order to misakin chitzanis elmas, you're misakin chitzanis elmas as it is nichlal within pnimis elmas. Ah, you're still gonna have. Therefore, there's no nun. Ah, you're still gonna have to go out. Yeah, but once you're already misakin ninety five percent of everything in pnimis elmas, so when you go out, it's already not so big. Whatever level of, uh, of going outness and a feel there is, there's already a smichas there. You're gonna be protected because you already you already you already took care of everything, Becker. 
That's exactly what the Gemara is talking about. No, so, no, the Rosh should help us. That even by learning about this Indian, we should be zaychet to mesakin all the chitzanis elamis mamish garifayin and pinimis, and and from there we should be able to see parnasa shavah bravach and all the things that we need and we want. Be asked God tzedek rachamim here. Amen.